0: When Kinchin came back from milking the goats, Old Wren sat up in bed and told her that Pip was gone. He'd been taken away by a very polite raft worlder, one of the raft king's guards, down to the governor's house for afternoon tea. "'Afternoon tea?' Kinchin asked. It was the first thing that came out of her mouth, but certainly not the real question. What would the king of Raftworld, or their island's own governor, for that matter, want with Pip? He was just a boy, only eleven. And on top of that, everyone in town thought he was slow-witted, not all there, as she'd once overheard a townswoman say, fake delicately. Kinchin had bumped into that woman and fake accidentally caused her to drop her bag of apples. No one talked about her little brother that way, at least not in front of her. Old Wren coughed, his unusually pale face even whiter than usual. His cold had prevented him all week from leaving the house, and today he hadn't even left his bed. Afternoon tea, he confirmed. And no, I don't know why. Right after you left for the goats. The guards said they needed him not anyone else, just him, and that he'd meet the Raft King at tea. I don't understand, said Kinchin. Already, though, she was finding her shoes for the trek into town. She'd have to go after him. Pip wasn't stupid. He wasn't. But he was odd, especially with people. He needed her help. He always would. She grabbed the dish rag and scrubbed at her face and hands. Probably it would be good to be presentable if she was going to attend a governor's tea. Wren shook his head. I offered to come along, but the guard said no, just Pip. She stood in the middle of the room, shoes in hand, and stared at old Wren, their grandfather for all these years, the only adult she trusted completely. What was he telling her? He leaned forward in his bed and coughed once more, holding her eyes with his. Pip has gifts that no one else here has. Gifts with water. And the Raft King, who lives on the water, has no such gifts. My guess is that they want to consult Pip. They have a favor to ask him, someone they want him to talk to. Kinchin nodded slowly. That made sense. She stooped to pull on a shoe. You aren't invited, Wren repeated. I'm going. Wren nodded and lay back down on his pillows, pulling the covers back over his chest. Years ago, he'd told Kinchin that he'd seen her personality clear and sharp right away, the moment he'd adopted her, when she was three and Pip was two. And knowing her as he did, Wren never stopped her if she had her mind set on something. It was, in Kinchin's opinion, one of the many good things about old Wren. One shoe still in her hand, Kinchin studied him. "'Are you going to be okay?' "'I'll be back as soon as I can, with Pip,' she added firmly. "'I'd go with you if I could.' Kinchin knew then that Wren was worried. He wasn't just letting her have her way. He was anxious about Pip. But he didn't say any more about that. You be careful, and try to be polite. I'll be fine, child. I'm just going to take a nap. He closed his eyes, and his face suddenly looked gray and immobile, like a statue of himself. She slipped on her other shoe and left, running down the hill and through the woods toward town. Kinchin ran. She was very fast, but Pip and the Raft World Guard had quite a head start on her, probably more than an hour. Had the guard purposely arrived after she left the house? No, she wasn't going to assume this was some kind of conspiracy. That was crazy. She was just going to find Pip and keep him from feeling lost and alone. Help him out. She put her hand up to her forehead almost without thinking and felt the coarser patch of hair that started at her temple and fell down the side of her face. The white stripe that she'd bleached into her dark hair, like a skunk's tail. No matter how hard he tried, Pip couldn't recognize faces, not even Kinchin's. He couldn't identify the governor or the raft king or anyone else in town on sight, but with the stripe, at least he'd always know his sister. As she ran, she thought about what the raft king might want. Information from the fish made sense. After all, the water was wide, and Raft World perched on it. This world, the second world, as they all called it, Contained few islands, and not all of them were fit for habitation. The raft worlders lived on their enormous raft and moved from place to place, following the good weather and always searching for a place to call their own. And Kinchin's people, the islanders, as they were usually and simply called, lived on the main island of Teten and the little Kole islands that swung away from it in a string. Altogether, they called their land simply the Islands.